0: Stop saying negative stuff to yourself. Have you ever heard that or seen it? Like I definitely saw it um, just yesterday on Instagram, somebody holding a sign that said, stop saying negative stuff to yourself. And I was like, yeah, okay, great. Uh, Poof, now I'm done. I'll never say anything negative to myself again. Welcome to the Becoming Future You podcast, where it's all about you. I'm here to help you figure out who you are and what you want out of your life. What are your special gifts? How do you impact others? What does living a great life look like for you? The answers are inside of you and we're going to unlock them together. It's time to become future you. I'm your host, Mel Jolly. Let's get to work. I mean, wouldn't it be awesome if it were that easy? You know, if as soon as you know it's bad for you, you're like, okay, cool, I'll just stop. Oh, um, is eating nachos every night bad for me? Okay, cool, I'll just stop. Oh, wait, I can't. Because sometimes saying negative stuff to yourself is a habit, just like sometimes eating nachos for dinner every night is a habit. Um, Back when I was super negative, um, before I, I went on my journey to become a positive person, I tried several times, you know, I was a little bit like um, anybody else who's addicted to a habit. I was addicted to negativity. I was horrible to myself, but I knew it was bad for me, right? Like I'd seen or heard people say, stop saying negative stuff to yourself. And so I tried to just quit cold turkey, but that didn't work. And I had a friend who said, you know, wear a rubber band around your wrist. And every time you say something negative to yourself, like snap it. And that didn't work either. And I thought, okay, I'm already punishing myself with my words. And now I'm going to punish myself with this rubber band too. Okay, so that didn't work for me. And if that's also not working for you, then let's figure out what will work. So the first question I have for you is, how do you talk to yourself? And uh, first, I better explain, you know, what is this idea of um, inner dialogue or inner monologue? Your inner monologue is just the conversation that you're having inside your head all the time. I have like a lot of inner monologue. We have a lot of self-talk. I have a lot of conversations with myself. It's very busy up in here. A lot of people have an inner monologue, most people, but some of us are more aware of it than others. Um, For me, like I said, I'm super aware. And when it comes to what you say to yourself, you can either be your own best cheerleader or you can be your own worst critic. I was definitely in a place before where I was my worst critic. I would say now even if I'm not my best cheerleader, I'm I'm definitely a cheerleader for myself. And I had to become that way because in the beginning of my journey of becoming a positive person, I actually had surrounded myself with negative people and I didn't have a whole lot of cheerleaders. I had to figure out how to be one myself. I had to make it so that when I was with myself, Myself was a pleasant person to be around. So Wayne Dyer is one of the like godfathers, grandfathers, godfather, grandfather, originator, of this idea of self-help and uh, personal development. And Wayne Dyer says, you cannot be lonely if you like the person you're alone with. So I think the same thing is true, you know, as far as being a cheerleader for yourself. If you like the person you're with, then you're like, it's okay when you're by yourself. So my question for you is, right? How how do you talk to yourself? And how do you talk to yourself when you are creating? I've spent a lot of years working with creative people. I'm a creative person spent a lot of years living with myself, uh, but also my backgrounds in the theater. So I spent a really long time working with actors. And then I started working with writers and I work with artists. And I know from working with my coaching clients that sometimes when we talk to ourselves, when we're creating, it's even worse than normal right? When we're in this vulnerable place and we're making something from the heart, we're we're creating something from scratch, scratch, we can be our own worst critics in that moment. And let me ask you this. Do you feel more creative? Would you feel more creative if I stood over your shoulder watching whatever you're doing, right? The monologue you were practicing, the song you were learning, the uh, pot you were throwing, the book you were writing. If I stood over your shoulder and I was like, Ew. You're really going to make that choice? Oh, well, okay. Good luck with that. Oh, yikes. That is terrible. Why would you write that? Nobody's going to like that. How creative would you feel if you had a little Mel on your shoulder who was like, this is awful, versus if you had a little Mel on your shoulder who's like, good job. Keep going. You've got this. Yep. You know what? That might not be perfect, but you can clean it up later. Just keep going. You have got this. I've worked with people who are best-sellers, best-selling authors, and one of the things that I have learned is you can never tell um, how somebody talks to themselves. You never know because you're not inside anybody else's head, which means nobody else knows how you talk to yourself. When I work with my coaching clients, I can ask somebody who seems like one of the most positive people I know to rate, like, what percentage? of what they say to themselves is positive versus negative. And I am shocked by how overwhelmingly negative they are when they talk to themselves. I know you New York Times bestsellers who think everything they write is garbage, right? There's no outside qualification that's gonna change how you talk to yourself on the inside. You have to change that. So if we know that Or if you find, like I did, that telling yourself to just stop didn't work, then let's figure out how you can actually improve your self-talk. So the first thing you're going to need to do is you're going to need to listen to what you say to yourself, like actually listen. And at this point you might be thinking, okay, well Mel, I'm pretty cognizant of the conversation that I have I don't actually need to do this stuff. Well, you know what? When you listen with a discerning ear for what's negative, you're going to hear different things. You find what you look for, right? So I want you to actually listen to yourself, what you say to yourself, and then write it down. Start a list. Start a list and figure out not just what you say, but also... What are your negativity triggers? Okay? What? What's going on or where might you be when you are triggered to say something negative to yourself? So for me, um there's definitely been large portions of my life and this is something I still struggle with and still work on, uh when I look in the mirror, I might be tempted to say something to myself like, "Whoa, mel." Your thighs are looking really large. That Those pants look too tight. Is your butt supposed to be that size, right? And I might say those things to myself, which then make me feel bad about myself. So looking in the mirror might be a trigger for me. Or maybe for you, it might be creating, right? When I was talking about the little Mel on your shoulder, who's like a real jerk, um, let's not call her Mel. Let's call her, um, well, now I don't want to use any name (laughs) because it will be somebody's name who's watching this video. We have this little negative version of you on your shoulder saying all these negative things to you. So maybe it's when you're writing or maybe it's when you're throwing, maybe it's when you're drawing, maybe it's when you're playing guitar. Okay, so maybe that's one of your triggers or maybe one of your triggers is actually a person. Back when I was like, oh, super negative. And my husband actually sat me down and said, you can't keep being so negative. And he he said it because he loved me and he wanted our marriage to not only survive, but thrive. Um, That's the level of negativity I was at. I was triggered by other negative people, right? So other people who said negative things about other people, but who also said negative things about themselves right? So maybe I was around other people, other negative people who would say things about their own bodies, right, that weren't positive, that would say things about their behavior or whatever that were not positive. So listen to what you're saying, write it down, and identify your triggers. That's the first step, If you're ready to achieve your big dreams, it's time to join my DIY coaching program and accelerate your progress. What's that? You wanna know how a coaching program can be do it yourself? I'll tell you how. A coach's job is to ask you questions and help you figure out what's going to work for you while also teaching you the methods for overcoming your roadblocks and creating a future you are going to love. There's no one-size-fits-all solution. That's why I designed Unlock Your Five Star Future the way I did. I created eight weeks of video lessons to handle the teaching part and over 100 pages of worksheets to ask you all the right questions, to help you uncover your potential, unlock your motivation, find your focus, and achieve your dreams. It's all about you. The best part is you can get started right now and work at your own pace. You'll pay once and get lifetime access. What are you waiting for? Go to becomingfutureyou.com forward slash unlock to join now and start living your version of your best life. The second step is to admit where you are be honest with yourself, admit where you are. And and let me ask you to just do a rating, okay? So what percentage of what you say to yourself is negative versus positive? Nobody's going to be perfect, right? But if we're talking 30, 40, 50, 70% of what you say to yourself is negative, then the question I have to ask you is, is five-star future you that way? The best version of yourself, does she say that much negative stuff to herself? If she doesn't, then we've got work to do. So admit where you are and know you're not alone. Okay? When it comes to negative self-talk, we could all stand to improve in this department. Um, Back when I was in my really difficult time uh I said to a friend that I had a theory that we all spent time um laying on the floor and crying but I thought we didn't admit it to each other that friend did not agree with me she actually didn't say anything when I said that but later on come to find out she did that too She just didn't want to admit it at the time. I'm not asking you to go talk to your other friends and say, did you know that I um, 40% of what I say to myself is extremely negative? But I'm asking you to admit it to yourself, right? And while we're talking about uh, ratings, what level of ugliness are we dealing with here in your self-talk, right? Because negative versus positive is very, black and white, right? It's it's one or the other. It might be neutral, okay? But there's a big difference between, oh, Mel, you're so silly, and saying something so hateful to myself that I would be mortified if anybody else heard about it, if anybody else knew about it. So on a scale of one to ten, with one being, you know, you call yourself a silly billy, and and doesn't actually feel that bad the negative things you say to yourself to 10 being you would be horrified if somebody else could hear your thoughts where are you at one it's not so bad 10 the things that you say in that percentage of negativity are pretty awful Okay, so step one was you're listening to yourself. Step two is you're being honest with yourself. You're admitting, where are you? What percentage of what you say is negative? That's all to get us to step three, which is let's disrupt the conversation, okay? Let's disrupt the self-talk, not just, or let's disrupt the negative self-talk, not just say, stop doing it, okay? So strategy number one for disrupting your negative self-talk. What would you say to a friend who is in your exact situation? Like if I had a friend who um, looked in the mirror and was like, oh, my thighs look really large. I should probably stop eating so much. What would I say to that friend? right? Maybe I would point out to her that actually she's been working out a lot and muscle takes up space too. Maybe I would point out to her that she's been telling me that she's the strongest she's ever been. Maybe I'd point out to her that, um, she's actually probably the healthiest she's ever been. And health is not about size. If, You found that one of the times, one of the triggers for you for negativity is when you're creating. Well, if you had a friend there with you that heard what you were saying to yourself while you were writing, what would that friend say? Or no, no. What would you say to a friend? Let's say the friend was writing (laughs) and was saying negative things like nobody's going to read this. This is terrible. This is my worst book yet. I'm a horrible writer. What would you say to that friend? Would you remind them that the middle is always the hardest part? Would you remind them that this is actually a really great idea and that they just got to get through the first draft? Would you remind them that they're a brilliant writer and that you love their books and so do other people? So what would you say to a friend? The flip side of that for disrupting your negative self-talk What would a friend say to you? Okay. Whatever that thing is. Right. So let's say um, I'll give you another example. (laughs) I started running again and I timed myself and found out that actually I have gotten pretty slow. I've gotten pretty slow with the running. What would a friend say to me if I were beating myself up about having gotten slow? Would they remind me that maybe I had needed to take a break because it got too cold to run here? Or remind me that I had taken a break because I was working on another priority? So what would a friend say to you when they heard your negative self-talk? If you were like, you know what, I am a terrible mother. Would a good friend say, now hold up now, wait and give you eight examples of how you're actually an awesome mom and doing the best that you can? You can also disrupt your negative self-talk by replacing it with something positive, even if you don't believe it yet, even if you don't believe it yet. When it comes to replacing things, ideally you wanna get to a place where you do believe your replacement, okay? At first, you can try for just the opposite. So if I were to look in the mirror and be like, Mel, your thighs look really large, I could replace it with, Mel, your thighs look really fit. Your thighs look really strong. Eventually I get to the place where I just say, you know what, Mel, looking good you're looking pretty good. Well done, right? And even on the days that I don't believe it, I still have the trigger to go, oh, I was speaking to myself negatively. Now I'm going to replace it with something else. And disrupt your negative self-talk by asking, what would future you say to you? And get some perspective. So here's what I mean here. Have you ever looked back on a time in your life and I'm gonna use health again, I'm gonna use body image again, but like, let's say, have you ever looked back at pictures of yourself from high school and you're like, oh my gosh, I looked amazing back then. Wow, look how shiny my hair was. My hair was so shiny, but at the time, you remembered that you actually did not like your hair and you thought it was ugly and you wanted it to be something else. That's the power of perspective, right? That's, that's how wisdom works. That's how like wisdom that comes from age works as you get this perspective and you wish that you could go back in time and just say, honey, you look great. Think about something else. Okay. Think, think about other things because you look awesome. What would future you want to say to you now? Okay. If the thing is you speak to yourself negatively when you're working on that book, would future you want to say to you, you know what? It's worth all the hard work. It's worth it. Keep going. If present you is really negative to yourself when it comes to, um, how you're showing up in one of your relationships and you're thinking, you know what, I'm just not, I'm not the perfect spouse. And, and I sometimes say things I shouldn't and this and that would future you have some perspective that might be helpful and say, you know what, honey, actually you're doing the best that you can. And I see how hard you're working. And I see that you're putting effort in the areas where you need to put that effort. Does that make sense? Right? Get this perspective from future you. And in order to get this perspective, one of the things you have to do is you have to get to know future you. It's what we're always talking about. Otherwise, you have to wait until you age into that person, right? So that you can have that perspective. If you want the perspective now, you have to know, oh, you know what? I'm really negative to myself when I'm writing this book, but I have a vision of future me and she's not that way. Future me is actually really positive. Future me um, is very kind to herself and is loving to herself when she creates. Hmm. Okay. So I guess there's a discrepancy here. And so the perspective future me might offer me would be, hey, it's a lot nicer, uh, more enjoyable to create when you're kind to yourself. So why don't you figure out how to make that happen? Does that make sense? That version of future you that's like calmer and has more time and is kinder to herself and like gives herself grace, right? That's that phrase that always gets thrown around, like give yourself some grace. That version of you who who gives herself some grace, she doesn't just show up one day and take over. You have to do the work to become her. And if you if you find when I'm talking about this vision of future you, you're like, I don't know what the heck she's talking about. Uh download the Becoming Future You journal at meljolly.com forward slash journal. Okay, that journal will help you get a grasp on who future you is, which leads me to this question, is future you negative or positive? Is future you this level of negative? You have to decide, okay? When it comes to creating a vision for future you, you are literally creating it, which means you are making some decisions. When I talk about past Mel and how she was so negative and her husband had to sit her down and say, stop being so negative, please, you can't keep doing this. She had to make a decision and decide that future Mel was not negative. And not only was future Mel not negative, future Mel was positive. And then I had to do the work to become a positive person. Okay. I had to cast a vision of who future Mel was and then do the work to become her. So who is future you? Is future you this negative or is future you something else? Is future you a cheerleader to herself and to others? Is future you um, somebody who builds other people up? Is future you somebody who calmly and kindly mentors other creators? I don't know. You know that. Okay. But if future you is not this negative, then you have to do the work of listening to what you say to yourself and really admitting, being honest. What percentage of what you're saying to yourself is negative and what are your triggers and how negative is that stuff? And then disrupting the conversation. Every suggestion I offered is not going to work for you when it comes to disrupting the conversation, but try one of them. One of them might. What would a friend say to you? What would you say to a friend who was in your position? How can you replace that thing? How can you look in the mirror and be like, "Looking good. You're looking good. Well done." How can you get some perspective and say, "You know what? What would future me want me to know right now?" Did would future me want me to know that my hair is really shiny and that I should appreciate it, right? Only you can become future you, and only you can decide who that is. And if future you is less negative and more positive, more awesome, more creative, more anything, you have to do that work to become that version of you. Make sense? All right, get out there and stop being so negative to yourself. No, I'm just kidding. Walk walk through, walk through this. Find something that works for you and start disrupting that conversation and being more kind to yourself. It takes time. So be patient with yourself and give yourself some of that grace that we were talking about. I hope you enjoyed today's episode and got something you needed. If you did, please remember to take a screenshot of the podcast and post it on your favorite social media platform. Not only will it help this growing podcast find new listeners, you also retain new information better when you tell others about it. So make a quick post about today's episode and then take action on what you learned. Remember, if future you is different than present you, that means you're gonna have to do something different. If you'd like to get more clarity on who you want to become, be sure and download the free Becoming Future You journal at becomingfutureyou.com forward slash journal.